You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. This is April. I am your host for Bless Your Heart. And today's episode comes out on July 2nd. And I'm here today with Kevin Perez. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin is one of the people I have met through the Portland comedy scene. And I have no idea what we're going to talk about today, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, you're listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. You can find us at www www.yougonnameow.com and you can find us on all social media at slash yougonnameow um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play and we're trying to get on other things we've got several shows on our podcast you can listen to The Boo Ha Ha with Emily Faye Coleman VHS Vengeance um, in about two weeks we got a show called Angelically Challenged with Angelica uh, Harrington <laughs> and Allison Troy coming and then in about a month from now Christopher Boatwright's friend, um, the vault dweller, I think his name was, is going to be doing a show for me called No Dog Radio. So that'll be, uh, that will have come out yesterday. And this is the Bless Your Heart episode of uh, Kevin Perez on July 2nd. So check out all the shows on You Gonna Meow. And Kevin, give us all your social media. How can people um, find you? How they can, how can they figure out how funny you are? Uh, like google kevin fucking perez is the fucking in parentheses no it's like it's my instagram all one word kevin fucking perez are you serious yeah (laughs) i got lucky kind of swooped it up it was a lot of different bullshit for the longest and then i just tried that one i was like hell yeah keeping that one so you you were able to get kevin fucking perez but you couldn't get like kevin perez or kevin perez 1984 or kevin no. perez 6969 no, or anything okay. like that. which ones did you try i tried uh for a while it was like uh uh kevin perez live oh, okay that was cool and then i did i actually had kevin Perez 69 for a while oh, okay. then like i don't know i thought i felt it was too dirty which is stupid because I ended up switching it to Kevin fucking Perez. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cursing's different Back than making forth. a sexual reference. You know, sexual references yeah. is like 12-year-old boy stuff. But, yeah. like, Kevin fucking Perez is like, okay, a young man Kevin Perez, I guess. Yeah. So, probably when you hit your 30s, you'll be Kevin frickin' Perez, right? Probably. Or, like, Kevin fucking Perez, like, Esquire. Yeah. Like there you go. Oh, you've fire. gotten your degree at that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, you had a shitty day at work today, I hear. Well, I have a... Honestly, my day was fine until I had to deal with a fuck ton of traffic. It was so fucking annoying. You know, what's funny about this episode is that Kevin and I have been trying to get this together for months like eight years yeah like totally years we've known least. each other like a year but it's taken we us eight years together, to get this figured sure, out easy. yeah kevin was i was um, a senior she was a freshman exactly yeah um how old are you like 18 i'm like 34 you're not i'm 34 yeah. no you're not yeah. you're a liar i'm not gonna say my age anymore it's, it's, <laughs> it's holding my career back it's holding my career back it's holding your so you know you you i totally are like i'm is that why you've grown the mustache out? yeah for sure it definitely makes you look older good you know what it may you know this is really funny you solidly look uh spanish or hispanic or nice. i'm sorry i don't have any clue how to say that correctly but with that you look like a light-skinned black man nice Sick. so you're yeah, I could definitely. So um, now you're not going to be deported. You're going to get shot at by the police. Sick, yeah. So you can't win. Can I'm you? ready for so, it. You know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make such shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Kevin. Now, Kevin is like I said. He's one of the comedians around town, so he knows all the shits going on. He talks about 
I guess, all the stuff that people have to put up with these days? Not really. No? I talk about myself. Like, you I don't talk know. about drugs a lot. Well, um, I don't know because, like, I don't know. I feel like because I'm young, I'm always in a transitioning point. Or, like, I just haven't experienced enough life to, like, figure out what the different stages are. But I feel like for me, I'm always changing, which is, like, good and bad. But I think when you first met me, I was, like, such a huge Lodi. And I was just doing, like, the, like really, like, I was just living really bad. And then now I'm kind of, like, trying to transition out. But then, like, I've already kind of, like, done this before and then, like, gone backwards, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, isn't that – well, isn't it what they say? Like, if you keep trying to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, that's the that's the definition of insanity. But if you are trying to improve, having a fall back is not – it's not good, but it's not a bad thing either. That's why yeah. I look at it. Because I quit smoking cigarettes – probably about five years ago it took me it took me a good 10 15 tries to do it yeah yeah i fall i fully i fully feel like i've quit smoking i mean i smoke weed but that's like it's a completely different thing and it's not like cigarettes where you do it every you know half hour yeah yeah. and that sort of thing so i don't know i don't know because i've gone through like i don't know because like i wouldn't say i like to have a drug problem i feel like i just have like a substance issue Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because even when I, if I'm not like, no, I don't think that a, makes sense at all. Because like a drug problem and a substance issue, I would say would be the same thing. Well, because you think if I don't, okay, so if I don't do a lot of drugs, like I'm pretty healthy, but then I eat like straight garbage. Well, are we talking about like lifestyle choices? Probably like lifestyle choices. Okay, I was like, are we talking lifestyle choices or are we talking uh, addiction issues? I, like, I don't know. I was just lifestyle choices. Just like okay, well, lifestyle choices and addiction issues can go together, but they're kind of different. Yeah, so. for sure. Eating for eating like garbage. I mean, you can be addicted to food, um, and you can be addicted to garbage food, but that's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, yeah. But I would say like what I notice I like. I, I'm, I just like every time I try to be healthy I can never balance myself out right if I'm doing a lot of drugs or smoking a lot I'm probably eating really healthy just to counteract all the bullshit I've been taking but if I'm not doing drugs I'm like oh now I can eat like shit no, no, well, just, no like, you can't do that yeah but that's, that's the way my mind works so well you've just gotta you've just gotta tell yourself no that's the thing see I know everybody it's rolls hard. their it's eyes difficult. at me it's difficult. I know it's difficult I know it's difficult like I said it took me 10-15 tries to quit smoking you just have to tell yourself no eventually yeah well I, don't, I guess this is like the only point in my life where I've done like the most serious steps which is like pushing people who are negative like away from me which is like the first time i've like ever done that which is like weird really seriously how old are you i'm like like 42 like 42 next month yeah right yeah Uh i'm not saying my age it's holding me back april it's not holding you back the reason i'm asking is is because you talk about getting rid of um people who are bad for you out of your life it's really hard yeah because i've been going through a series of uh cutting people out of my life over the past like two years and i have found myself kind of alone and and i've had to kind of make like i had to look myself in the face in the mirror and go okay you've made this choice you're alone for a reason and i have picked up with comedians now which means i have actually digressed <laughs> into in, in in the quality <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like I'm, I'm i think i'm trading like one group of bad people for another group of bad yeah. people who are bad for me like they encourage my bad behavior mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah that's what i do with like that's why that's why i can say like i have some abuse i just replace the badness with other shit 
but this is the first time I'm like, all right, so how do I like go even further than just saying I'm not going to do that? I was like, oh, just get rid of the things or people around me that like give me to do things that do you, I don't really want to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And have you tried, you know what, this is the strangest have thing. Have I tried Atkins? Atkins. No, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. To, yeah, try Atkins. You can eat a lot of meat. It'll make you feel better. Um, no, I was going to say exercise. It sounds um, really dumb. A lot of people really hate this idea. Mm-hmm. But if you stretch a lot before and you stretch a lot after and you really ramp up slowly, you can easily get yourself addicted to exercise. And that's... I should have put my phone on. Wow, Silent. so rude. So wow. rude. You know what would be ruder than that? Being an hour and a half late. Know, That'd, right? be ruder. <laughs> That'd be ruder. That'd be ruder. Good thing I'm better than that. <laughs> because you're not an hour and a half late. It's not 7.15 after our 5.30 appointment. There's some sort of high school, Catholic high school shit going on downstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking beer out of a mug, so. That's cool. It's so. professional. It's uh... It's very professional. That's what I like about this place. They were like, it's this many dollars per month, and we have beer on tap, two different beers on every floor. And I'm like, sold. Where do I sign? <laughs> so, and, and I'm like, it's unlimited. Wow. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, sold. Awesome. Where do yeah. I sign? Yeah. Let's be productive as fuck. Oh, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half, you know, Just drinking. Chilling. <laughs> That's I'm going to cool. walk over to the Brody after this, though, oh, yeah. and do that. Um, feedback mic that you were talking about so you should come over there with us i'm down well i think i'm i'm, I'm down i'm gonna like catch it and then because i want to go see portland's funniest okay the 10 o'clock round but then last time i tried to go i got kicked out because uh, i'm 13 so you know i couldn't go in <laughs> you're not gonna tell anybody wait a minute you're 13 you need to put that beer down i did i didn't i don't have any beer <laughs> you really need to take an acting class kevin That's okay. <laughs> no i'm too real i'm too real for it i don't know but I don't know how's comedy going for you because, like, I know it's, like, a whole journey. And then, like, as I do it, I, like, discover things new things about it, about it, st- myself. Well, know. let me ask you this. Are you still sitting while you're doing comedy or have you finally decided to quit doing that? I just quit doing that. Well, I didn't really quit doing that. I just don't do it anymore. I've just noticed that a lot of people comment to you about it. Every why. time I have ever seen you perform, if, for anybody who's never seen Kevin perform, basically, when he comes up on stage, he sits down like fucking Sometimes. Ron Sometimes. White. Sometimes. Like, yeah, he has a beer in his hand usually. <laughs> like he's fucking Ron White and he sits down like he owns a goddamn place and, and then he starts telling these really ridiculous stories about drug use and then when he leaves, everybody goes, yeah, that was really great. It was really funny because you are. You're always, you're always funny. But everybody goes, but you gotta stand up, man. It's really just dis- if for some reason it's really distracting. Unless you've established like your position, it's really weird to see somebody I sit. Mm. I tried to do the whole thing where I don't hold the mic because I'm very expressive with my hands. Yeah. And people just had a really hard time with me doing that. They were like, "No, you have to put the mic stand behind you." And I'm that. like, "Okay, shit." And it told told me he was like, "Oh, just don't sit down." But then he was like. But also, if you want to, just sit down. But I haven't really felt the need to sit. You're like, well, what am I? Well, you know what? A couple of weeks ago, somebody came on and did the uh, feedback mic, and he sat on the stage, like what? sat down and like got eye level with like everybody. Applesauce? Yeah, and what? it was like, well, no, I wouldn't not, do that not, shit. How well, dare he? No, he Yo. sat down and like hung his legs off the stage, oh. you know, like a little kid, and it was like, like hey, he's the everybody. cool college teacher or some shit. Yeah. It was really weird and i was just like okay but nobody said anything to him so it's funny it's probably you know was he funny that particular guy somewhat because i noticed if you don't hit 
it's like etiquette to not say shit to you. Right. But then if you do get people, like, oh, okay. But if, if you don't like, if you're not hitting at all, everybody's like, oh, just don't say, say anything. Yeah, yeah, don't say anything. That's like proper etiquette. Well, he had a really, if I remember correctly, that was the guy that had um, a dick joke. He had a self-deprecating dick joke about his own dick and he called it a, he called his dick a uh, large clitoris, I believe. Nice. And nice. I was like, that's kind of funny, actually. Or a chubby clitoris or something like that. Clitters. It was cute. And I was like, okay, I like that. No, he had a couple of good jokes. It was it's like any of us. Some of them hit, some of them don't. Yeah. So Yeah, no, I'm I'm panicking about my set that I want to do for Portland's funniest because it's one of those weird things. You've done stuff at Helium before, right? I've done my Portland's funniest set. Oh, you already did yeah. it? How did you do? I, I think I did mm, I think I did great. One of my best sets. Not like the best I think one of my best sets was ever at the hot box. I think you heard me tell that story about me doing uh like having like crazy diarrhea in LA. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. That, I think that was honestly like my best set so far because it was the first one where I was like supernatural. It was like a real story. Um, but then Portland's Funnies, it was like a great set. Good. But then also like it was recorded, which is like, I guess you just saw how good like all my weak spots. That is the like, bad thing strong about strong points, mm-hmm. weak spots, but also saw how good I am, but then also how much better it could be. But then, with all that said, it's also that's how shitty it is right now, you know? Well, I mean, every time, well, what they say is, is like every time you practice, you get better. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it that's all it is, is you just have to keep trying. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, I'm doing okay. I mean, I have a couple of good jokes that I, I always open with and I have a couple of good jokes that I always close with because I know they always do mm-hmm. really, really well. Um, but that middle stuff, man, I keep trying stuff and like just trying to figure it out. And But of course, I'm wondering like how long is that first and last joke going to really hold on? Like, yeah. When do I quit telling it? You know, just things mm-hmm. like that I always wonder about. But yeah, it's going okay. I enjoy it. Yeah. I'm trying to decide how far I want to take it. I mean, because we have friends that we knew through the hot box that um, have decided to live in their car. Oh, yeah. And travel and... Um, uh, like make this a career choice where yeah. I'm more like well I got a house and a husband and it's a hobby. Well, oh man, it's so difficult because, like, I think when I first started doing comedy, I literally uh, I was in a relationship with a girl, mm-hmm. and now that I look back at it, I think comedy destroyed our relationship. But then, it, be the first person to say that. yeah, but then I think it was in equal parts, like uh, I guess like order of engagements where like her career didn't help and then also the things i wanted her to do with comedy didn't help but then i don't know the way i see it now for comedy because i kind of like understand i have more experiences like oh i can kind of actually just work on other shit while i'm doing comedy mm-hmm. like i remember when i was unemployed and i was all i was doing was comedy i didn't spend eight hours writing you know mm-hmm. i didn't spend like because then and then you i didn't, didn't spend eight hours and then I didn't really have to to right. grow, you know, you don't have to. So then after that, I was like, oh, kind of like, like thought it over and thought of like, just like reevaluated shit. And then I was like, I don't know, basically just like, I decided like, oh, it's okay. It's just only do a few mics a week instead of trying to do a mic every night. This is definitely just a hobby for you. Well, at this point, because even when I, um, like, even when I like listen to other podcasts with comedians who've been doing it like 20 or 10 years, it's like, yeah, most of them just started it that way, just a small hobby and let it build yeah. up naturally. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the route I'm going to go. Even though I do think I'm like, I have potential to grow and be like a good enough comedian to do it full time. It's definitely not something that's just going to take off immediately. And right. I shouldn't expect it to. So you just okay. let it grow slowly. Well, yeah, you have to 
just do it naturally. Because, um, like, for me, it's been one of those cases where I was doing, like, one mic a week. And then I took a class. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of upped it, like, two mics a week. And then I started, you know, and then I got really serious into the podcasting. So I have all these podcasts I'm doing. And then Damon and I decided to make the network my full-time job. So then I'm doing this plus the writing mm-hmm. and all of that. And then, yeah, it just, it, it it grows. And I mean, I've not even had the chance to really like introduce myself to people and be like, hey, I want to be on your show or whatever. And then yeah. Eric Edquist asked me to do Live the Laugh. How was that? That was a lot of fun. Sick. He somehow accidentally, he says he didn't do this on purpose, but he says he somehow accidentally like scheduled all Southerners. Like oh, yeah. he even brought Tyler on because it was just all Good Southerners. Good thing I didn't go. Yeah, you would. Well, aren't you the most Southern? I don't want to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> you would not get shot. You have, a, you have, it was all a sweet, it was like one Southern woman, a Southern gay woman, uh, How dare you? Tyler's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I am recording with Tyler tomorrow. <laughs> Sick. No, but he's a sweetheart. I love Tyler. I do too. He's the best. He posted a picture of himself and his dad on Father's Day. Oh, and I messaged him. I was like, hey, Tyler, can I um, can I roast you on Facebook? He's like, yeah, go for it. Because I was like, because I, I don't know him well enough to just do it. And uh, he said, yeah, go for it. So I went back to the picture and I was like, hey, is this Barbara from Stranger Things? And why is that man wearing her glasses? <laughs> and he was like, ah. And then he goes, well, Barbara has better blouses than I do. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn. I was like, you're too fast. He is super, super fast. Yeah. Tyler's cool. Yeah, he is. I'm going to tell him you said that about him. Go for he it. He's a gay southern woman. <laughs> well, he made that joke one time. He goes, I'm a... Uh, well, how do you, he goes? I was a, a a young Southern boy brought up as a Christian in the South, and that's why. Or I'm a, I was a young man brought up in, as a Christian in the South, and that's why I'm in therapy or something like that. Shit. Yeah. yeah, and then I got up on stage and I was like, I too was brought up as a young man, a Christian, <laughs> young Christian man in the South, and that's why I'm in therapy. So <laughs> he, I was able to get a really good joke off of him on that. So. Comedy's so fun. Yeah, I freaking love Tyler. That's why I'm gonna. He's um. So your episode comes out on July second. Tyler's will come out next week, which would be July 9th. Wow. So, so it's like Christopher, then you, then Tyler. So it's been uh, it's been a straight, fun week for bangers. Me. Yeah, I'm telling bangers. you, it's been fun. Yeah, me and Christopher talked about last week. We talked about uh, uh meth porn. Oh, have you heard about this? Yeah, bro, he got me on it, but heavy. Are you kidding yeah, me? You two are into meth porn. Not like super hard, that key. I don't know how big he's into it, but I remember he did a whole set. And then one night I was like, hmm, tweaker porn. And then <laughs> have you seen the woman yeah. that is his favorite? Her name is Toto. No. Oh, she's so gross looking. So gross. I don't I, fucking know. But you know, I used to manage a porn store, right? Sick. You managed Taboo? No, I actually managed Fantasy and Beaverton. Oh, yeah. Sick. Yeah, I did it for about a year. It was a lot of fun, and then, but I worked for them for two years, and I did all kinds of jobs within the company. But yeah, it was it was kind of fun. Um, it's an interesting, weird world. I learned a lot of weird, strange things about fetishes and things. I, I, there's one story I want to tell for the pot, or not for the podcast, but for comedy about a um, a porn box. You know how like porn stores will have all the DVDs and stuff and you yeah. and, they, and they section them off like they'll have you know 
barely 18 and then they'll have like you know giant donkey cocks and then they'll have like big buxoms and whatever yeah well they would have this this they had this whole section called like hairy pussy section and all it is is it's just women who haven't shaved in like a thousand years and um all the boxes are just these pictures of these giant vaginas and it's really horrible what yeah it's really weird so one day I was going, and, and that section was right by my office. So I was walking towards my office, and I look over, and I see this box of this giant hairy vagina, and I'm like, and suddenly I smelled vagina. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was it's that it was that kind of sex wow, smell. Wow, it triggered. Did you? It did. It did triggered you? a memory. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that was weird. And so I picked up the box, and I was like, has somebody done something weird? Because you do, people do weird shit in porn stores. Oh, so for you, sure. uh, I'm telling you, I I wouldn't be surprised if I caught somebody on video like rubbing a box on their box. And so I picked it up off the wall, and I was like holding it with two fingers, and I was like. I was sniff. I was trying to <laughs> sniff it to see if it really did smell weird. Scratch and sniff. Yeah, and boxes. I look. I know. I look over, and one of my employees is staring at me like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Now I'm the like creepy owner who sniffs the hairy yeah, vagina box boxes. Like oh my god! So yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird, weird world. So. It's mad relatable. It. it I, you know what? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. It's like a funny. I don't t- even fucking know how old you are, Kevin. You might even be twelve, and I'm probably committing I a crime 12. by now talking to you about vaginas, vaginas. and I've given you beer and. I don't weed. Even know what a vagina is. You don't even know what a vagina no. is. You never. Oh, hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to show you because I'm not going to jail. <laughs> that was cool. So but anyway, like- so I just take a sip of that beer. No, but anyway, so. Yeah. Dude, wait, what were you doing when you were my age? 13. <laughs> what were you doing when you were 13? Do you really want to know? No, I'm just fucking Okay. Up. I was like, yeah, it's not that exciting. What were you doing in your early 20s? In my early 20s, I was living in a house with my husband and his three roommates in his college town. Sick. And I was kind of, um, I kind of you like. Are you and the same age? We are. We are literally two months apart. Oh, I was. Okay. He was born on February third, and I was born on April twentieth. My birthday's four twenty. So. Sick. Yeah. Sick. So everybody celebrates my birthday. Nice. So um yeah, I was living in a college town with a bunch of college dudes and just. Just kicking it. Waiting to get married. Yeah, Damon. Yeah. I got married at twenty three. What? Yeah. How did you know him? I met Damon when I was thirteen years old what? at band camp. Sick. This one time at band camp. Yeah, seriously. And I played clarinet and he played uh, xylophone. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like, um, I guess when you think of like, you're, when you do like a bigger set, like a 30 minute set, will you like tell like your story of you and Damien? Oh, God, yeah. It's obviously like a big part of your life. Oh, yeah. It's a huge part of my life. Well, that's that's part of the reason why I got into this was because uh, a lot of friends, uh, one reason why I got into podcasting as well as comedy is, is people would go, you know, you should write a book. You should do a podcast. You should tell the, your stories. And, um, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. And that's what I want to get to do is storytelling shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't got that skill up yet. It's a lot harder than it sounds. Oh yeah. I like, I do it, but I'm awful at it. So it's oh, like, I am I'm a too. storyteller, but I'm like pretty shitty at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, I can't seem to make it succinct enough, have enough funny spots in the middles, you know, as you go through it. That's my weakest shit right there. And I have enough funny shit between, cause right. like Portland's funny is I got five big laughs. Uh-huh. Like every minute, because it's just me telling the story. And I was like, nice. 
it was like it was good that i was able to just do it consistently but also it was like so much empty space right bad well, I was writing a story to tell for Portland's Funniest, mm-hmm. and I finally gave up on it. I encountered a problem uh, I didn't anticipate, which um, I don't know if you've encountered this, is talking about subject matter that's a little too touchy for people. So mine was talking about, I was trying to tell a story of a 13-year-old girl sleepover. Mm. And my, because when you just asked me, like, what was I doing at 13? Uh, I was not doing what most girls were doing at 13. I was doing weird shit. And um, I wanted to tell the story about a 13-year-old sleepover and about how what 13-year-old girls talk about do. But that involves our vaginas. I mean, it talks about us finding out who we are and, and like, getting boobs and asking each other questions and learning how to put in tampons from each other and stuff like that and it doesn't sound that horrible the way i just told it but Mm -hmm. when i start giving details in a story people get really uncomfortable and um it just didn't occur to me that talking about even if it's just myself like i'm I'm an adult woman standing here in front of you telling you what i did when i was 13 so it's long ago there were no adults involved i'm just i'm just relaying the experience but because it's 13 year old girls doing something that's not normal 13 year old girl stuff it makes people really uncomfortable and hard to tell the story to them they don't want to laugh they, you can hear them sh- shift, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, shit. in certain points. And you yeah. know that's where the laugh is supposed to be, but it just doesn't happen. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So what what are your goals? like? My goals? Like, yeah. What like, like what, it, what is your major goal in comedy? Like, in comedy? Like, um, or is it, do you think it's going to ever become something more than a hobby? I mean, what do you do? What do you do now? Me? I'm a freaking, uh, I'm a fucking slave. Or get a warehouse. Oh, you just oh, okay. So you're just labor, labor or work that type of thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, like, here's the thing. I actually do really enjoy it. It's too bad that like that industry of work is like totally shitty. So what it doesn't I'm, pay much. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't pay much. Even right. if you're really good at it, like super good, you're still not really. Gonna Don't you have it. to get like a license in some sort of speciality? Like, well, a, like here's the, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I, I would say I'm always like transforming because I'm like very young. Is that like like they? I've already knew how to build, and I already knew like building skills because like mm-hmm. you learn them in school. But they're like this job is the first people who like taught me how to use them in action okay. to like build office furniture. Oh, that's and then cool. I just like really enjoy it. And then like the schedule just work, works a little comedy because it's basically like a nine to five, and then just do comedy. Oh, that's and cool. it's kind of like a good balance because I just like use my like mind, and then my body just kind of just work out, and then like lift shit, and then after that I just do comedy, which is all just a mental game. Yeah, so, so I was just, like, you when, think about it while you're working, right? Yeah, so I just kind of wake up and I'm just kind of like usually hyped about every part of my day because I get to work out and, and like get paid for it. And then later I just get to do comedy and just enjoy myself. Right. So okay. it's like a good balance. But then I like, like that lasted like two months. Then I'm like really young. So like my mind's a sponge. So like I wanted to learn more. And I'm, mm-hmm. I've been working there for like four months. I'm already done learning. Like it's like I'm capped out. Like there's nothing else to learn. So, like, at this point, I really want to be a carpenter. So, I've kind of been, like, taking steps into getting that rolling. Okay. Try to get an apprenticeship dog. I'm going to be a Jedi Knight dog. It's going to be sick. Well, that's the way to go nowadays. I mean, it's dumb to go into college. I, I went into college um, I went into college late because, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Because, you know, my husband and I got married in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, we got out of high school. He went to college. He got his degree. We got um, we got married. Uh, you know, we we... we saved and saved and saved and did all the things we did and then we finally got to a point where i could go to school and i went to school now i have these stupid student loans i don't use a stupid degree at all 
And it's, um, I would, I'm like you, I would rather just work in an office and answer phones and stuff. I prefer that sort of thing. I have, I'm, that's where my skill set sits. Yeah. I'm really good at that sort of thing. But like customer service or working behind a desk in a, like a, not behind a desk, but in a, um, like a clothing store or something. Like I hate crap like that. I mean, I no. would do it if I had to, but. Yeah, I'd rather, but now that I have this degree, now I have this weird shit where I'll go apply for a job and they'll go, you have a degree. And I'm like, I'm going to take this shit off my resume mm-hmm. because they don't want to give me a job. They're like, well, you're overqualified. And I'm like, no, <laughs> fuck. I just, you know what I mean? So. It's like, uh, it's kind of, I don't want a funky situation, I guess. Not yeah. like us, but like in general where it's like, you can go to school if you want, but it's really good. You got to be really practical when you go. Yeah. Just don't, don't waste your money. If you, if you really enjoy construction and you really want to get an apprenticeship and I've known many, many, you know, woodworkers and construction workers in my lifetime and they make a lot better money um, than some people I know with degrees, you'd, you'd be better off not, you know, cause you learn as, like you said, you learn as you go. So yeah. at least that way you're getting paid to learn instead of paying somebody to teach you something. And then you come out with debt at the end. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. You're smart. You're, you're so much smarter than I could have ever been. So well, I, I would love to go to college, but then it's like, Oh, there's nothing I really want to go into college for. Mm-hmm. And then like type of, cause what I would love to do is just find, just like I have some sort of dual career where I can like, do carpentry like during the day and at night i do comedy because i knew at some point like the things would just grow together and it's like i have my own podcast and then like i started doing comedy and when i first started doing that i had no idea what i was doing but then like as time goes by they grew together right so i knew i I knew i could be good enough at comedy to like get pretty good enough about it so i could like at least get some money from it Mm -hmm. but then i always knew it had to have like a day job so then like my ultimate goal right now i guess if we go back to that is just to be able to make like a comfortable amount of money doing just two things i love okay so it's just well, that's like, not, yeah well that's not a bad goal in life at yeah. all i mean because like honestly like people like i don't want to be like a kevin hart i don't want to be like a legendary comedian or like ridiculously successful i would rather just like be comfortable i like you know you like, just like getting up on stage every once in a while and doing your thing yeah and then like if i okay. get money from it it's gonna be really beneficial but then also it's like well when that time comes it'll come i just work on growing slowly yeah sure but yeah, it's just like honestly, I would like my goal in life right now is to just be able to make like a hundred grand like by the time I'm like twenty three, like a year. And oh, like, a year. Okay, I'm yeah. like, are, is it like total or is it for something special <laughs> yeah, bro, or like bro. just like I'm I'm done. I hit hundred yeah. k. I'm done. Okay. Basically, yeah. I just want to be good enough at the things I do that I make a hundred k from those things like okay. every year, and then like I'm like. I make enough money so I don't have to worry about it, but also don't make so much money that I just stop working hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But that's like my goal right now. But if you asked me like a year ago, my ultimate goal would just be like travel the world and experience things. Because mm-hmm. that's where I was at that point when I was like growing up and like I felt kind of trapped. But then I like I left and then I came back and realized just everything got shifted again. So, okay. you know. Yeah. As I say this, it could change in three months. But even then, my goal is to just at least make 100 grand and be comfortable well you know what just be flexible that's all i can tell you is just be flexible and look for opportunity when you see it because um it's it it, it's never going to go the way you expect it to and it's never going to go the way you want it to Mm -hmm. but if you're flexible you can make things work for you damien and i've actually done that quite a lot throughout the years and we're actually working on something right now so that's just, yeah, you're constantly, you just constantly look for opportunities and little ways to go. That's all I can tell you. I don't know what, this has been a very special bless your heart with Kevin Perez. Bless your heart. So you said you have a podcast. What podcast yeah. do you have? Uh, I have the fuckery by Kevin Perez. Fuckery. Hosted by Kevin Perez. Fuckery hosted yeah. by Kevin Perez. And where, where can people get that? Um, 
I just follow just find my Instagram and you'll find it. It's like linked in the okay. Instagram. Kevin so, fucking Perez. Kevin fucking Perez on Instagram and um, you can find fuckery. Yeah. As hosted by Kevin Perez. Um, what is it about? It's about well, I don't know, it stems from a lot Extreme of things. Fuckery. Extreme fuckery. It stems from a lot of shit, but uh I guess like the main thing is like every time I order to do comedy or any sort of art, like my dad would call it like chingadera, which in Spanish is just means fuckery. It just means <laughs> you're doing some bullshit. Say that again. Uh chingadera. Chingadera. Yeah. Chingadera. Break that down. Like in like ching. Jing. Ching. Ching. Chingadera. Chingarela. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. But it just means like some bullshit. You're just fucking around. And like the, the main like I guess like thesis for it is like comes from my dad saying I'm just doing some bullshit, which the project started off as like doing some bullshit, but it's also like like when I was in the podcast, it's the most enjoyable part of it. Mm-hmm. is the fuckery when people like that i find interesting are just messing around and just being natural mm-hmm. and that's kind of like where my comedy is too because i tell ridiculous stories i tell some like fuckery stories so i'm just like just me shooting this shit is like was my goal when i first started doing comedy to try to get my stories out there okay so it's like i don't know it's gonna like a whole big it's like a big picture in my head but in the end of it it's just like me fucking around that's why it's called the fuckery the fuckery okay very nice i like it you should you should call it the spanish word if you want to get it out there oh yeah yeah because you can pass that it's so hard to spell though it, it, it you will spell it phonetically oh yeah that's true. just spell it phonetically and it's the and use the spanish version you know just yeah. always say it in spanish and and then that could go up in front of like on itunes and stitcher and all that oh, and, they, and they won't uh they won't uh what do you call it censor yeah something. they won't censor it thank you yeah. that's what i was looking for yeah you should do that that would be cool it's fun. Ch- say it again. <laughs> the fucker or chingadera? Chingadera. Chingadera. C H I N G A R E R R A. Arrera. Chingadera. Is that right? Something no, that. something like that. I don't that? even know how to spell it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. Well, if anybody's listening and you have any ideas, let us know. So. Yeah. I don't mm. know. And then a big part of it is because I'm super, like, I don't know, I'm super punk and, like, arrogant or something. Like, I, like, I always wanted my shit to, like, just be myself. So when people told me to change, I was like, nah. I was like, if someone doesn't want to, like, advertise or, like, present my podcast because that's the word fuckery, I just don't want them to present my shit, you know? If that okay. makes sense. Well, that's fair. It's, like, a super, like, hard-headed opinion, but also just, like, well, what? No, water- it's, it's the, uh, it's the, uh, what's the group from uh, Washington? Um, it's that whole yeah it's like that punk idea like well fuck you if you don't like it yeah it's not it's not for mainstream anyway because well well, the only reason i want to do comedy is so i can just have fun and do whatever i want so if i just start changing shit up right at the beginning it's just kind of like um i don't know like what's it what's that word it's like it compromises the whole idea if i just start changing shit you don't want to compromise it i mean yeah that's that's understandable i get that so all right well I, don't know. I think we're running out of time, sir. We're running out of time. Okay. We're running out of time. We've hit 30 minutes. So. Okay. All right. Do you do short episodes? I do. Really? I, I range them between. I do long ass episodes. I do like three hours. Oh, I mean, the first the... time I did it with Bo, right? We did. We talked for like two or three hours. Oh, so you do the you do the Joe Rogan method. I do the yeah. short method because I figure people listen to these types of things when they're um, commuting, and I figure commutes are probably never more than an hour long, usually between yeah. 30 and 40. So I try to keep 
I try to keep them between 30 and 40 minutes. Long ass fucking, well, you know, if I go for like six hours and watch. Oh, yeah. See, I couldn't do that. I don't think I could sit here and do this for six hours. I got to pee really? now as we're talking. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, it's got good knowing you, Kevin. Get the uh, hell out. Cool, I got to yeah, pee. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you for having me, April. It was super fun. Awesome. All right. So find Kevin fucking Perez on Instagram. Check him out. If you're in the Portland area, come see us on it, any of the mics. You come out to some of them, don't you? Me, yeah. Are you coming out? To, yeah. You said you might come out yeah. to the Brody tonight. So, all right. So I'll see you there. Yeah. You're listening to april and this has been bless your heart bye guys you've been listening to bless your heart on you gonna meow podcast network 